Hello, welcome to the Gorekeeper Podcast. This is Brandon, I'm joined by John today. Hey. Today we're talking about Satanic. It's a really bad movie. Mm-hmm. John's pulling up the Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb score for it right now because we weren't prepared. Why would we be? Well, because we do a podcast. <laughs> Yeah. If you hear any noise in the background, my sister Ashley's here. Say hi. They probably won't even hear you. And there's hi. a dumb dog walking around. That uh, so sorry about any extra noise, but it should be fine. Okay. Just uh, wow. Okay. Even before we get to this, uh, this is about the satanic here, but uh, <laughs> this review. Uh, establishes my thoughts completely. Like, because I was honestly struggling of how to accurately describe how much I did not enjoy this movie. <laughs> uh, David uh, Nasser from Real Film Reviews, uh, he gave the score a 0.5 out of 4 on his scale Ooh. and said, astonishingly tedious from beginning to end. <laughs> That's that. <laughs> You should see my notes later on because that's exactly how I felt. Um, we'll get into it a little bit more. Um, to to refresh, since it's been a while since we did an episode, this was John's choice. This is yeah. your choice. I, I know you're not a big horror movie guy, so I, I gave you the luxury yeah. of picking any horror movie that you wanted to do. And this Steamy Pile of Shit is the one you that, picked. That fits with the construct of this show, which is... <laughs> Not good movies, not good movies that are not even so bad it's good. Well, next week, mostly next week might be a yeah, but at least we're going with the intent of watching the uh, steamiest piles of shit. Yes, <laughs> is the idea. If we end up finding some that are so bad it's good, then well, I, yay! Terrifier had some cool moments. Well, that's the thing. I liked it. I liked. <laughs> I know you. I still movie. hated it, but I I thought it had some hey, cool no, moments. I, but here's the thing. This I mean, movie, I, I this... I'm gonna say it. I don't think this movie is as bad as Terrifier was. I know this is. Wow. I thought Terrifier was worse. This was more boring. But I thought Terrifier well, was. We'll worse. get to this, but I will say, for the record, I know this was because you wanted to catch people above, but I will say this, Terrifier is absolute this is that terrifier was absolutely a movie that i ended up repeated viewing i've watched it at least really? twice. now i will say it was for the benefit of people understanding what the hell we were talking about but i i couldn't no imagine watching this movie again i couldn't imagine watching this again no that's <laughs> it what was saying it was oh it's it's okay. such a weird it's and, just and really those, boring uh, wondering i'm struggling to see a rotten tomato score but imdb for satanic gives it a nice meaty 3.7 out of 10 i say that's fair uh that's fair 3.7 um Um, and the consensus uh ends up saying that uh it is at least uh, the consensus viewing is watchable but brings nothing new to the genre i'll give it watchable based on there's nothing that offended me to the point of uh, this is coming off like I, yeah like i i know we but have see to terrifier had moments show, to me like that but this was straight there were moments where you were like if i didn't have to watch this for the show i'm done for terrifier yeah oh no i guess you're yeah. no i guess not like this, this is... movie this movie is just 
the, the the exact the perfect word for it is tedious. It was the most tedious movie I've sat through in a long time, and I watched Lincoln. If uh, if Terrifier was a sprint, this was the Boston Marathon. Yes, with yeah. a bombing at the end. Terrifier uh, <laughs> actually seemed to go by pretty quick because um, there was stuff happening. Whether right. it had a point to it or not, stuff was happening. But he, and nothing happened. In this the main arc of this movie doesn't happen until halfway through the movie. And this is the damn damnedest thing too, because I was even making a point of this when picking a movie. Um, I wanted something that was even on the on the movie scale on the shorter side. So this is only an hour and twenty minutes. It did not feel like an hour same and twenty with, minutes. But same with Terrifier. Terrifier is only about an hour twenty. That movie felt like it was like 45 minutes long. I know! <laughs> this movie felt like, Which seems like I was watching Lord of the Rings the uncut. is better than, than this one. <laughs> yeah, but I just thought the there. filmmaking itself like wasn't as bad. I don't know. It's, I, maybe, I don't know. Let's well, get into it. Maybe that's actually maybe what offends me about this movie more. Is that there's things about it, like elements in terms of look, style. Like, it, this is... This might be more offensive than a bad horror movie because this is a shitty horror movie wrapped in a beautiful package. Like if this this was a dog shit wrapped with beautiful Christmas wrapping with a perfect. Wait, you see that like the cinematography was good or something or what? I'm saying that overall the look of this had the look of like quality horror fare. Like it didn't have this look of like this is gonna be like sci-fi style shit. looking. Like yeah, like you just know like the bad film quality. Gotcha. Like, okay. This is gonna be hell. This is a hell script. Hell effects. We're going through. like this was put in the wrapping paper of beautiful Hollywood machine. This is going to at least look good. I and it think. did for the most part. But yeah. I, I, but I think oh, there was even... no. Okay, I, I take that back. All right, you know what? You've convinced me. Terrifier is a better movie, but I still Thank hate Terrifier. Uh... Uh, <laughs> I'll say this: Terrifier pissed me off more. Okay. But I, okay, so Terrifier wasn't as bad, but it made me more angry. The, Probably because it had the potential to be a good movie. And this movie wasn't. angered me for a completely different reason. Um, but but we'll get to it because we'll be, that will cause me to jump to a part of the movie that we're that we haven't even begun talking about. So I'm not <laughs> going to do that. But when the moment comes, I will absolutely go. And that pissed me off. Um, Okay, so the opening line of this movie, uh, we gotta get jump into it now. It says, "Speak too liberally of the devil, and soon his horns appear." And basically, it's all they talk about the entire movie is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Since we're already kind of there right now, in a way, yeah. Um, one thing that annoyed me about this movie is the war between real goth quotations and poser goths. I didn't know there was such a distinct line of like. Oh, they're not real gothers, bunch of posers. You guys aren't as hardcore and all this shit. It was like, it was like a clicky war between di- like how goth you were in this movie, between the the two main characters and then some of the other guys we meet later. Yeah, and then just... the real goths turned out to be posers as well because, I mean, spoilers, but like they, you know, they go, "Oh, that chick's too hardcore even for us." <laughs> it's like there's different goth tiers apparently. There's like a hierarchy. Of gothism that you can have. There's like your Hot Topic goths. And then there's like your Spencer Gifts goths. <laughs> this movie's already instantly pissing me off. So yeah. never mind. That's that, that really that's annoying. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm already like... Uh... Also, I called the ending of this movie 
five seconds into this movie. So we open up. Main actress. What's what's the name of the lead character? Uh, Elise. Elise. Uh, we don't know it's Elise, but we know it's Elise. <laughs> it's, it's, it, yeah, we see a woman. To get through the characters, you have Elise. She has a boyfriend named Seth. Uh, she has cousins, Chloe, and then it's her boyfriend, David. Those are the main... Wait. Da- David is the main girl's boyfriend. Is... Seth is the goth kid. Right, right, right. See? <laughs> my point exactly god damn it I, I have a note here that says Dave is the voice of reason up until a certain point like there was multiple times where I was going to write a note about how shitty something happened like oh this is dumb because of this but then Dave in the movie said exactly what I was thinking I was like oh okay well this might not be that bad because they have a character who is going to be the voice of the audience how that's nice and then that changes but these characters filled out in my notes here. I really could have put ass is the boyfriend of ass <laughs> with her cousin ass and her boyfriend ass. This is just, oh. Okay, so main character's God. name is what? Uh, it would be uh, it would be Chloe. Okay, so Chloe. Uh, she's walking through this plastic wrapped building. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a, super it's saran a, wrapped. It has pentagrams all over a, it. it I, I don't know, it's a. It's like an abandoned parking garage or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, So she's walking through there with the sight with the light of her flash, her cell phone or whatever. And a note I have here is flying ketchup stain flies (laughs) 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 because that's what it looked like. Like at the end, we figure out what it was, and that's not how it looked at the beginning. They did not reuse that shot. The first time it's like that object, I'll call it now flew at her it just looked like a big splatter of ketchup it's <laughs> just like and i was so confused some asshole hot dog bedroom yeah there we go because going into this movie i didn't watch the trailer for it or anything you just told me we're watching satanic it's on netflix so that's what i did yep. i didn't watch any previews for it i didn't read up on it i went into it completely blind. fucking blind and so i thought maybe flying ketchup stain was gonna be <laughs> the 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 creature. I thought there was going to be a creature in this movie. There is not a creature in this movie at all. No. And so I thought this was going to be like, there was going to be some kind of demon that you would see. And I was like, well, at least maybe that'll look cool. And then I saw a ketchup stain and I was like, okay, <laughs> this is going to be bad. Yeah. Past. This is hot volcano jizz. <laughs> uh, so, but it does nothing. It just whizzes past her and she yeah. goes, oh, God. And she goes up to a window and she's knocking on the window. And she sees a van pull up to the road. Yeah. And she's like waving, and then you see a little camera flash. Yeah. And uh, then we get the opening sequence, Satanic. Yeah, the yeah, basic way to describe just that the Yeah, it's the opening crawl and then she's uh there with, you know, her friends or what have you, and they end up getting in essence lost in downtown Los Angeles, which this film is not taking place in pre-cell phone smartphone, so I don't know how the hell you're lost in downtown Los Angeles. Yeah, I don't... I don't... I didn't get that either. I was... Yeah. So, they're driving... So, we see them driving, and yeah, they're lost in their van, and at one point, Seth, the Asian goth kid, goes... He says, I'm too tired, I can barely get high. (laughs) Oh, Oh, and I knew... And I knew at that 
Wait, we were fucked. You're like, oh no. <laughs> this is over. Um, so yeah. And so they're talking a little bit about drugs here. And never never at any other point in the movie do they even hint at that they might do dr- any kind of drugs whatsoever. Yeah, but they need this kind of stuff to hit that oh, yeah. hard R. Oh, and they say Coachella in this movie about 3,000 times. <laughs> so I'd like, like to know the money that, that might have alone funded this. Yeah, Co- Coachella, Coachella sponsor. It had to have been sponsored Not by yet. Coachella. Because they said, oh, we should just go to Coachella. Oh, it's, Coachella. if we just gone to Coachella. Coachella! <laughs> <laughs> I think it was to remind us that these are teens and they're hip, but I'm not sure. But so they're talking about Coachella. Through, I mean, even when they're scared, they go, oh, we should have just gone to Coachella. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> Quit talking about Coachella. Like, I know there's a part where they're at, the when they have to leave, they go to the other dude's relative's house because they have to stay for the police investigation. And they bring out Coachella there, too. It's like, you just witnessed someone get mur- murder themselves and you're worried about you should have gone to Coachella? This is, I mean... <laughs> I mean, this is this is almost uh, uh, Scooby Doo levels of <laughs> inserting <laughs> existing properties of like the Harlem Globetrotters or whatever. And go, <laughs> go, go ahead, Coachella. Why is we already got to Woodstock '94 <laughs> instead of the? It's so stupid. It was really bad. Uh, so <laughs> they're driving around. Um, so they're on some kind of vacation or something. Um, to Coachella. Yeah, they, yeah, that, that's what they're going. They're going to Coachella. Um, but Chloe's cousin is with her, Elise, yeah. Yeah. and her boyfriend Seth. Elise and Seth are the goth kids of, of right. this group. There's a lot more goths in this movie, but these are the two main goth kids. Yeah. Dave is a religious boy, and Chloe is a wet blanket. <laughs> She's just. She how would you define da- what she is? She is the daughter from Modern Family. Yeah. <laughs> She that, has brought yeah. nothing... Nothing to the table. Nothing... No, uh, nothing, not even nothing from the table. Just nothing different than anything I've ever seen Sarah Hyland do in anything ever. Yeah. I haven't seen her in anything else. The, the, I knew she was in Modern Family, but I don't watch that show. Either. It's basically the same character. Okay. Uh, so just half crying all the time? Because <laughs> this movie, even when she's happy, she looks like she's half crying. And she always looks that's upset. Face. That face that's on the TV right now, <laughs> that's the face she has the entire she's fucking got, movie. She's got resting cry face. <laughs> resting, I just saw someone die face. Uh, and I'm yeah. upset about it. Um, um, anyway, so they get to a hotel, because they're on vacation, they're going to go to Coachella. But first, the goth kids want to stop and look at some, like, gothy locations, I yeah. guess? Like, they stopped at the Manson house at some point. And, yeah. But, uh, so they... So they get to they get to the hotel finally. They're not lost anymore. Well, but but even uh, even before that, there's that one thing of Chloe seeing that uh, woman trapped. Oh yeah, up yeah. in the building, and so already at that point, you know what what's happening. Like it's it, that's <laughs> that's the ham-fisted thing of like the. They oh, give you the opening and leave you on a cliffhanger, and then they deliver it to you right right after the opening sequence. Right, but that thing it was is basically ridiculous. the. The woman basically wanting to say, like, you're all fucked, and they yeah. can't hear her. I mean, it, I know that's not... Um, so, yeah, they the think it's that. just some, like... Uh, L.A. hookers is what Seth said, the goth yeah. kids. Like, oh, a bunch of L.A. hookers or something like that. Yeah, and so they decided of, to take a picture of her. That's what L.A. hookers do is scream at you about <laughs> your... Scream from events. abandoned buildings at vans. You're gonna die! All oh, those hookers. <laughs> <laughs> 
but anyway. So uh, they get to the hotel, and a note I thought was uh, interesting is, um, so they, they were going to get a regular room, but they wanted a suite. Um, and this made me laugh really hard because the, the, the clerk attendant says, that's an extra 20 bucks for a suite, and they freak out. <laughs> like, Fuck you, you fucking piece of shit. And you guys are gouging I mean, us. completely forget the fact that you guys are going to Coachella! <laughs> yeah. Upwards of probably 200 bleep, like, I don't even know, but probably 200 fucking yeah. dollars for the weekend. And so they they get up and they get up, you know, to the to the hotel room and they keep talking about what a piece of shit room they have and how dumpy it is. And it honestly just looks like a regular room. Like <laughs> it looks like a normal hotel room and they're just bitching about how disgusting it is and how much of a dump this well, nasty s- suite is that cost them an extra god forbid twenty dollars but also the fact that they go to uh how they end up how elise specifically uh gets the room to or, or that they wanted to oh for. yeah for laney gore and that's what was what, the rhyme again do you remember the rhyme there was well it's e- i don't remember it but it's easy for gore like yeah great job uh <laughs> like nice consulting the rhyming dictionary on that one uh but uh to, to fill in this woman laney gore uh, is one of the sisters of the anton levey's church of satan and at least in this storyline i don't eat i didn't even give a shit about this movie to make to see if any of this shit is like taken from true events oh i doubt I it they know. named the character laney gore for but christ's sakes <laughs> i don't know but apparently she slid her own throat in 1972 i'm sure that wasn't god given but she was a satanic woman i don't know well they never gave any indication that it wasn't god given like oh laney gore she's oh poor laney gore i i, I hated it I, I, I don't know. but anyways know. so yeah she died in 72 she, she didn't get to make it to Coachella. Uh, <laughs> Nor did anybody. Um, then, uh, and then what I have next to my notes is that shortly after that, they go to uh, Anton LaVey's Church of Satan. Remember this one? Yes, yes. And, and, and what I thought was funny was just the fact that it had all of this detail. Because, see, that's why I'm like, oh, these real places or people they want to make this seem like a true found story is that they had all this extra freaking like address and shit of being like you know los angeles chapter venice beach and fairfax like this yep. time that kind of crap uh and <laughs> but the best part is by unfortunately these movies it this seems like i'm like saying the cliff notes but in terms of actual substance between scene to scene this might be the most frustrating thing like, Terrifier, we could talk about, you know, the length, and I know this isn't this versus Terrifier, somehow it's turned into that, but but we've <laughs> been able fault. to talk to scenes at length. Here, it's like, they went here, this happened. Here, this yeah, happened. So if yeah. our notes sound like that, and it sounds this fucking spare. That's the way it happens in the movie. We're pulling <laughs> as much as we can out of this. God damn it. So what I have is... A parasite just spits at the four friends as they treat their home as a tourist attraction. Oh, I have a note here written down. Spitting custard. Yeah. Like, what the hell? I was trying to think of where that come from. That's what it was. He spits on the window. It's like chunky custard. It's so gross looking. That's all I can... There's also so much spit and vomit in this movie. So many people throw up. It's ridiculous. That's why. Freighted R for throwing up. Bomb. 
Oh, uh, also, also, soon at this point, they they make a two and a half men reference. Yeah. Um, there was a joke. I forget what the joke was. Oh, Dave, Dave sitting in the back going, "I'd rather be at home watching two and a half men." Nobody's ever said that ever. Let's just say that. <laughs> yeah, right one, now. no one's ever said that before. Ever. Two, by the time this movie is out, that that show has been canceled. And right after I wrote that note, they also reference it and saying. That show's been canceled for years. So then why make a reference in the first place? Well, did they just really have to squeeze that two and a half line? Two and a half men reference in there so bad? Okay, then... then Because they reference that. It's been canceled. It makes you want to actually like look at the credits. Because if Chuck Lorre is an associate <laughs> Maybe, producer on this son of a bitch... He was, he was, him and Coachella had something to do with this movie. Oh my god. Um, and at, this was at the point where I wrote Dave is the voice of reason... Um, shortly afterwards, because there kept being things that Dave would say wow. that I thought that I was thinking, and that happened up until about halfway through the movie. And there's a certain point where it's like, okay, now you've switched from becoming the voice of the audience to just a random dildo. Now, <laughs> so uh, for a little you, while, I thought Dave was a likable character. I'm like, okay, Dave, Dave's the guy we're supposed to care about, and latch on to. And he's the he's the voice of us, and then that changes, and I don't know why it changes, because but we'll get to it when we get to it. Tate residence at 150 CLO Drive, Hollywood Hills, 1:14 p.m. Uh, Lisa and the <laughs> others visit the notorious Manson murder site. So yeah, and that made me nervous when they were crawling up on the on the little because the fence has like. Yeah, little, the sharp triangles where they go points. Yeah, <laughs> sharp sharp triangles. Sharp triangles. But it had you know on the top 40, of the 40, fence, 40 and they point. kept putting their heads over it. And I'm like, Someone's I kept thinking, there. yeah, I thought like, gonna oh, this is going to be a callback. Like this is like a foreshadow. Someone's going to die that like way. that way, and that doesn't happen. But they kept focusing on it for so long that I, it made it seem like it was going to be a foreshadow, but it, it wasn't. Yeah, so, so it's, kinda... it's it's the opposite of that. Uh... Showing a uh, Occam's gun thing, like you see a gun, it has to fire. And yeah, yeah. Crap, and they didn't do it. Yeah. Bastards. So then they go, uh, <laughs> and they want to check out this one horror store that they, or yeah, this uh, one the, goth store that they, the uh, Black Door Shop at sixteen <laughs> Hollywood, California, <laughs> two twenty-two p.m. So that that's interesting that you know that because. Um, in the in the movie, they're like, "There's no sign on the door. Why is that? How do they even know this place is open?" And then the goth guy Seth goes, "Because they don't advertise." How do you fucking know about the place? <laughs> You're not from L.A. You don't just know these circles. You're not real goth quotation. I, and so, how do they know about this place in the first place? They say they don't advertise. There's no sign on the building. There's nothing. So but, how do they know uh, that this place even exists? Yeah, it, it's like I said. Uh, short note to sort of summarize the events here. Group visits the occult store. Shopkeeper Anthony kicks everyone out when Seth peeks behind a curtain into a back room. I called Shopkeeper Anthony bald fuck throughout my notes. <laughs> 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 oh shit, Barry's running low. Oh no. Oh. Oh. Oh, everybody. Oh, this is going to be intense. You want to plug that in over there? I think we can reach. Yep, this is going to be... We're not uh, editing this. This is real, people. This is going to be... 
This is gonna be like making love and camping. This is gonna be fucking intense. Oh, I we're in. Okay, we're good. Um, so yeah, when they're looking, so when they're in Baldfuck's shop, <laughs> um, Seth is looking around, looking at books, and he turns to his girlfriend, just looking at books, not sexual books, just regular. Well, not regular, but like just like witchcraft books, goth books, whatever. And he goes, "How wet are you right now?" <laughs> just the douchiest thing. I hated Seth so much in this movie. I, I could not wait for him to fucking die, and he I, took so long to die. Everyone in this movie took so I, long I to die. And it sucks that they, it, it sucks that they uh, died just from the pure fact of it'd be great if. Uh, Seth and once her face got married, and just to see the gold mine that would be whatever dumbass vows you came <laughs> up with. Uh, hey, you, I make you wet, you make me hard, I do. <laughs> like, it's, he's. I'm too tired to get high I right know. now. <laughs> I'm so tired, I can barely get high. <laughs> oh my god. Are you wet right now? Look at these books. <laughs> So uh, books are known aphrodisiac. They're kind of walking around this shop, you know, just browsing it. And then Baldfuck starts getting upset for like almost no reason, and just gets starts getting really offended. Well, even before that, he was like, "You wouldn't be able to read that book because you can't speak this language." It's like, just if they want to buy the book, your store, you want to stay open in business or what? Let them fucking buy the book. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be a jerk, Jesus. So why I don't even get why they have a store. Why don't they just have like do it at their house? Because they clearly don't want to sell people anything. I don't. So what's the point of even having this store open? Uh, so they're looking around. They peek behind a curtain. They see like organs and eyeballs in this little dish or something. Yeah, that's stupid. And then they go, "Hey, get the fuck out of here!" And he pulls out the smallest knife he could anyone could possibly have. It looked like a toothpick. <laughs> It was the smallest pocket knife I've ever seen in my life. And so he flicks it out like it's a fucking butterfly knife or something. And tries to act all hard. And they're like, okay, man, we're just going to leave. And then Seth, being the fucking idiot, just starts knocking over t-shirts. Go, fuck this store, man. So just slightly trashing the place. And Bald Buck does nothing. Just stares oh, at he's them. He's got a teeny knife. Yeah, he's got the teeniest knife. <laughs> um... So then they go to the beach. Oh, this is when I checked the time. I have a note here. I checked the time. <laughs> I thought I was 45 minutes in. It's 22 minutes. <laughs> God help me. Uh, um, also, they call that guy Cumball. <laughs> that's did. Seth. That's classic Seth for you. Yeah, you Cumball. Known for such lies as I'm too tired, I can barely get high, are you wet right now, and Cumball. That is Seth. Uh, um, but, um, so they so go yeah, to the beach. After the day of sightseeing in Hollywood and Santa Monica, uh, the four of them decide to follow Anthony from the occult shop. Anthony leads them to a remote location where they spy a on an apparent uh, satanic ritual. Yeah. But, but there's, you know, they follow him for, they follow him and they tail them yeah. for a really long time. They're not being discreet about it. This probably, this probably, this tale probably goes on for like an hour in real time, and there's no way that bald fuck doesn't know he's being tailed. There's no way they even go on like a secluded gravel road up a hill at night, so you see their lights and everything, and they're following maybe twenty Brandon. feet behind them. Brandon, 
You know that's the road to Coachella. <laughs> also, this is when the cumball line comes yeah. up. Um, and here's my next note. I hate all these people. <laughs> and my note after that, I hate John Leonard. <laughs> my next note, 35 minutes in. <laughs> okay. But yeah, uh, but um, so they get to this ritual and Chloe decides to give away their presents like a dumb fuck by shouting when it looks like a young woman named Alice is about to be sacrificed yes. as part of the satanic ceremony. But oh, and this this is the point too where you know I was saying earlier that Dave is the voice of reason. Yeah. This is the point where he turns in not to the voice yeah. of reason because you think he, he's like a relatable guy, he's a nice guy. Yeah. He's not a fucking idiot. He hates Seth and Elise, which is a good plus for him. Yeah. He gets really annoyed at them. But then he's looking at this girl about to be sacrificed and he goes, "Nice boobies." He says nice boobies. And I was like, oh my god, this girl's about to die. You have a girlfriend, you're a religious man, and you just went, nice boobies. Nice boobies. So Um, that was the point where I'm like, okay, fuck Dave. Dave's an idiot too, apparently. But but anyways, as the satanists uh, chase everyone away, uh, Seth loses his phone during the escape. Which I'm sure that thing was a treasure trove of dick pics. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> 100%. 100%. That's probably, honestly, the first thing in his head that he thought when he realizes that uh, he's missing his phone. Is, oh, my dick pics. Uh, <laughs> probably. Probably. Um, but um, anyways. Uh, so, bald fuck starts running up, then with a shotgun. The girl runs away. The girl that's going to get sacrificed. Alice runs away. Um, we don't know where she goes for uh, like five minutes of the of the movie, not real time. Um, they escape somehow, running. Uh... <laughs> yeah, but against a shotgun, and Baldfuck looks like he's in decent shape. Well, if he if he was actually a cum ball, he probably didn't move that fast. <laughs> Anyways. Uh... So Alice calls from uh, Seth's phone the next day and ends up saying, nice dick pics, I took a look. No, no she didn't. Um, <laughs> she she arranges a meeting with Chloe and the others, during which she basically explains that the ritual that they witnessed was not a sacrifice, but it was meant to excommunicate her from the satanic cult. Yeah, but they had a knife to her throat. <laughs> yeah. And if it was just to excommunicate her from the cult, why did she get so freaked out and run away? If it was a simple thing, like, oh, no, they weren't going to kill me. Like, you looked like they were terrified, like they were going to kill you. Well, here comes the dumb part here. I mean, Well, now comes the dumb well, part? Well, not, not, not the big one. That, that's still coming for me. But having no place to go, they decide that it's a good idea to invite Alice to stay with them in the hotel for well, the night. Well, Chloe decided it's a good idea. Everyone else is against it, except for Chloe. Chloe's like, we have to, David. Like, we just want to go to Coachella. <laughs> we can't bring her to Coachella. She doesn't have a ticket. She doesn't even... I was going to say, they couldn't even make the case that she doesn't fit in. She's fit in perfectly at Coachella. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, um, uh, so, yeah, they go to the hotel room. Here's my note here. 42 minutes in. Dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Uh, There's still 40 minutes left of this movie. Realizing... And that... now, at this point, and we're at, we're talking right now... Still nothing. 
the the arc of the movie, the turning point that where that set things in motion for things that are supposed to be happening, has not happened yet. Well, maybe this and is we're like, halfway through. Maybe this is like uh 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 the Willy Wonka horror movies of how it takes about like forty five minutes to get to the actual chocolate factory. Same shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You just, is, did you just defend Satanic? No, I didn't. I, I just, I'm just making a joke of making any sort of comparison between this and Willy Wonka. Yeah. So Alice goes into their fake dumpy suite. Yeah. Which is not a dump. It's a normal looking room again. And yeah, she realizes uh, that this hotel is where Lainey Gore killed herself. And uh, Alice yep. explained that Lainey drew a straw on the wall with her blood in order to create a door-slash-portal to hell, which she describes as a state of beautiful confusion, and her whole suicide was apparently part of her ritual that would bring her directly to Satan. Yeah. Um, Alice then leads summoning a summoning ritual with the others. She draws an inverted pentagram on the wall with the numbers 1 through 5 written in slash marks at each point. Alice... Then immediately vomits, peepees on the floor. Wait, wait, wait! Before she, before that, before that, she starts getting drunk. Yeah. And she's doing quotation sexy quotation dancing. Yeah. She thinks she's being sexy, and she starts. She throws up. Yeah. Starts making out with Seth, the goth guy who has a girlfriend. Yeah. Elise, Seth's said girlfriend, gets pissed off. Alice grabs her, starts sucking her face. Again, this woman has just thrown up. <laughs> yeah. And they're making out with her. Yeah, like funny. it's fine. So I wrote throw up. And then also then the throw up disappears. Yeah. Uh, it's gone from everybody. There's, it's, not, yeah. it's not on the floor. It's not on anybody. It just disappears as an editing error. And then yeah, she pisses herself. And yeah. so my note here for that is, you can't please Satan if you don't piss yourself. <laughs> She says you have she, to do it. She will see everyone soon, and slits her own throat. Cool. Yeah, she's got. Um, uh, and so now, finally, and this is about what fifty-three minutes in, probably. Yeah, something, like that. something happens. Yeah. <laughs> so this is where the meat of the story finally comes to fruition, and this is where the turn of the whole. If you watch the trailer. If you watch the trailer and you jumped into this movie just at this part, you'd be fine. Yeah. That whole first chunk of the movie, you don't need to know. It's, it's completely pointless. Pointless exposition. I think it's supposed to make us care about these characters, but the characters, except for Dave up until the boobies part, were all completely fucking abysmal people, and I hated all of them. Wanted all of them to go... Elise is, like, bragging the whole time about how much of a bitch she is. Seth is the douchiest goth boy I've ever seen in my life. He's, like, the broiest goth dude I've ever heard of in my yeah. life. And every other goth person hates them for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. Again, there's, like, a hierarchy of goths in this movie. Uh, and we'll get to it more in a little bit here. But, um, um... So they have to stay. They can't go to Coachella now. Because <laughs> there's a police investigation. Yeah, so they're really bummed yeah. about Coachella... Um, again, because now there's a police investigation, so they have to stay. So they end up going to Dave's cousins. Yeah, has Dave a place. Cousins empty house. Yeah, which makes you wonder why the fuck they didn't go there. Yeah, why? 
I don't I don't know. That is he a family out there like you think you just contact them if you'd stay with them first. Because they were bitching about an extra twenty bucks for the sweets. It's gonna save twenty at the anyways. Anyways, the house ends up being vandalized by apparent supernatural activity, including a <laughs> a flock of dead birds yes. littering the pool. The reason I stopped to laugh. How did they die from the pool? I don't think. Okay, I don't think he, they died from the pool. Well, because they all in the pool, they were all bleeding out in the pool. What happened to all the birds? <laughs> Satan. Uh, but they. Uh, I don't. So, well, first they come, a bird flies into the window, and then Chloe's like, what the fuck? Yeah, for one of those stupid and then, scares. Yeah, and then <laughs> Dave is taking a shower, and he walks out, and he sees a pentagram or something. Or he sees, he sees something on the fog in the bathroom mirror, yeah. and he walks out, and he goes, you pieces of shit. <laughs> Who did this to my mirrors? You think it's funny? No one did it to the mirror. There's a bunch of stuff going on. It's basically poltergeist at this point um, for a little bit. So then, at this point... I'm still waiting for the creature that I thought was the flying ketchup state at the beginning, and it still has not come, um, nor will it ever come. But when I was watching it, I was still waiting for the creature to show up this entire time. Like, yeah. you don't, there's not, nothing happens. None of the deaths happen on screen. And Which, we're, we're so far in this movie, and nobody's and, and see, here's dead the yet. Thing. But even, here's a fundamental... Oh, also, Elise is throwing up again. I was going to say, here's a fundamental... <laughs> issue with this movie i get like artsy horror of sometimes you don't have to like this this is a movie where they're like we're gonna uh tell and not show less is more less is more and that probably what you can come up with your own head is scarier than what Mm. we could ever convey on film in some cases that is true but you need to show you need to show a start to it you need to give it. You need to plant an idea Not as to even. what you need. You have to. That's what Tom Savini says too. Oh. He, I agree with you. With sometimes less is more, but you need to plant and give them an idea of what's going to kind of happen. But this in this case, people just straight up disappear, well, say, and then they're gone. That, you, you, you don't even know to, what to think is happening. Not even that. You need to even have this atmosphere of of unspeakable tension and fucked upness that you can connect those scary dots yourself when it, this movie is so limp dicked on how it does <laughs> how it does this horror stuff limp biscuit. you end up looking at it and just going oh the reason they didn't show the death is because they didn't have enough money they didn't have enough money to <laughs> and this is shit so they yeah. were just like and, and, and she's and she's dead uh it so it just it does not work in this also, this, Coachella's mentioned again here, so Chloe's upset about what she saw, and Dave tries to go and comfort her, and so Chloe's crying, like, I can't believe she killed herself, I can't believe she's dead, I can't believe we saw that, this is crazy, and Dave goes, maybe we should just pack up and go to Coachella. Coachella's not in the cards, David. <laughs> Shut the hell up, Coachella. Well, I, I, I don't, I want the listeners the few of you out there to understand that we are not exaggerating of how many times they mention Coachella no. in this movie. It is a re- re- an astronomical amount of times. I honestly and it's was always expe- at the oddest places. I was honestly expecting like 
uh, I was honestly expecting that by the time that this movie was over, like, you know, like when they end up showing, uh, the, usually in some horror movies where they end up showing the scary title one more time, Mm -hmm. I was expecting that. And, but with, uh, two dots at the end and going, you know, title, dot, dot, the Coachella story. (laughs) Like, that's where you break out. Yeah, this was all a cool I almost day. spilled that. That somehow, I just knocked over my Burger King cup. It did not spill. <laughs> that was amazing. But there we go. Um, um, oh, so they so get upset at these. They get upset at these birds that have crashed all over the house. Stupid birds. And they blame it on bald fuck the goth. <laughs> they, I, they 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 blame it on a B and E. They witnessed they witnessed kitchen utensils fly into the ceiling. And oh, they blame it, fuck? yeah. They they blame it on bald fuck from the shop it's, earlier. Well, I don't know. Um, <laughs> so so they, they go, go back, right back to the they store go back to the shop. Where David angrily uh, confronts Anthony, and after punching him in the face, that's how the confronting. Goes. Yes, and then bald fuck says, "What the fuck?" Dave says, "Oh, what the fuck, my ass." <laughs> <laughs> And I had to write that down because I laughed anyways, so hard. Oh, what the fuck, that my the ass! That the cult was kicking out Alice was because, and here comes the tear. Yep, here comes the hierarchy. Her satanic interests were too, his words exactly, hardcore, even for, for us. Yeah, but these are the same dudes that had guts and eyeballs and a bowl in the back of their store. <laughs> I mean, we were gonna completely kill her butt naked. But she's she's up. hardcore, man. And then he Bob fuck starts acting like he's just oh no, I'm just a regular goth like you guys. Like you were shitting on these two earlier for coming in and being fake goths, and now you're sitting here saying you're not hardcore either. So I don't understand this tier, this hierarchy. I don't get the ranking system uh, of goths in this movie, or why there is one in general. But um, anyways, the vandalism continues. Honestly. The, the satanic vandalism, I, at that point, I was just like, I don't, like, there's a reason I just describe it as the mysterious vandalism continues and not going into detail. Because at this point, I'm like, okay, okay, yeah, on with it, let's, uh, but anyways, Chloe eventually convinces the others that they should just go back to Boulder. So great, make uh, Colorado suffer for this to say that the dumb fucks from there, uh, which I guess is supposed to explain the whole talking of pot smoke earlier. I guess. Oh, they're too tired though. Yeah, but anyways, <laughs> they can barely get uh, high. The car is forced to pull over back in downtown L.A., where Elise becomes violently ill. And now everything happens rapidly. There we go. Yeah. So. There's not much left to talk about with this movie, but yeah, it seems like the whole three quarters of this movie is just a slog. A slog, nothing happens. Last 15 minutes, it's bam, 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 and then done. Everything, everything in this movie happens in the last 15 to 20 minutes. If this was a short form horror, I might actually think a little bit more of this. Right, if this was a short film, like a half hour movie, okay. Huh. Delio. Huh. Not bad. Huh. Not good. No. But not bad. Yeah. It's not cumball bad. No. 
It's not Coachella bad. Uh, it's not Terrifier bad. <laughs> Terrifier sucks. Come okay. on. Elise, Terrifier sucks. I can't I'm believe just you watched it more than once. Elise finds two slash marks scarred into the side of her body. She enters a port of shitter and vanishes. Yeah, we're so, so see, what and, and this is the problem with what you said with about um, you know, less is happened. more. You have to give us an idea of what you can cut off early. You can, you know, if you, if you hear a chainsaw and you don't see it, you have an idea of what's going to happen, right? We're going to get chopped up by a chainsaw. When you just go into a porta potty and then she's gone, she got pulled are, in the shitter. Right. She got you know like ghoulies too, like but ghoulies keep call up her asshole and they just or just vacuum down. sucked yeah. out of there. What happened? They don't give us an idea of what to think to be scared. Now all I know is that porta pies are magic now, because from all accounts yeah. she gets teleported up to the abandoned building that they're next to that they park next to. And why was there a porta potty in the middle of that alleyway? I just thought of that just now. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. And why they have to use a porta potty? And, and I'm t- she's throwing up again all over in the street, and then she's like, "Oh, I can't throw up right here. I have to throw up in this porta potty for and, decency." And to top sake. it off, why porta potties? Because if we were going through this whole guys that this movie is sponsored by Coachella, Coachella has porta potties aplenty. So does Coachella really <laughs> want people scared to use their shitters and just going on the polo grounds? Because <laughs> Are there going to be a bunch of stupid people who saw this movie going, oh, I'm going to go in there. Satan's going to take me. Uh, <laughs> not a good look. Not a good uh, oh, man. thing. Or let, maybe, we, I, I don't know, um, maybe, maybe we needed to pay attention to the brand of Porta Potty because maybe it was the, it's the direct competition of the Porta Potty providers from uh, Coachella. Like, like, I don't know the fucking names of them, but I'm sure... Like they maybe came up with commercials and said... Porta John. Said, uh, yeah, Porta John, we'd like you to use ours because the other ones will suck you to hell. Uh, <laughs> suck <laughs> you to like hell. Something like that. Um, but, uh, so, yeah, so, turns out Elise is... Well, they think Elise is in the abandoned building next to them. So now now it's not coming full circle. Yeah. Um, so basically, they go in there. Um, Seth runs in, tries to find Elise because... I don't know why they saw her go into the porta potty and then they hear her on the building. Like, oh, she must be there. You don't think something fishy is happening at that point? How did she get from porta potty to there without you being suspicious of anything, uh, anything weird going on? You know. <laughs> so they run up in there, and this is this is what really made me mad. This is what made me. Both movies we've done now. So Terrifier did this too. Yeah. In this movie, where it's like they put in sounds for things that don't need to be there. Like for Terrifier, it was when that lit, when she's in the closet and he's shaking it, yeah. And you hear the Wilhelm scream and you hear the garbage truck crushing yeah. noise. You know that didn't need to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one, they did the the cell phones. They acted. They sounded like walkie talkies, complete with. <laughs> I don't know where she is. <laughs> Over. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what is this? Is this? <laughs> These are cell phones. This is modern. You know, I, I can't even talk anymore. I was just so frustrating. And this is the point where Jamie walked in the room, uh, my girlfriend, <laughs> and she. And so I'm yelling at the TV about these cell phones. You know, acting like walkie talkies. She goes, "Well, some of them used to do that. Remember?" I'm like. 
Yeah, those Nokia's way back in like this came out in 2016. Yeah, this, those weren't her thing anymore, and like, and they were not that. They were like regular, yeah. everyday smartphones, and they did not sound like walkie talkies. And and this is where I called it too. This is where I knew I finalized like, oh, that person at the beginning is them, and she's gonna Chloe's gonna go to the top floor. She's gonna see herself through the van. They're gonna take a picture, and that's gonna be a wrap. I called it at this point. I was like, okay, now it's finalized. I already knew from the beginning, but now it's finalized. And Jamie kept trying to fight me. She kept going, how do you know? I'm like, they fucking time traveled or something. I don't know. <laughs> she goes, how do you know it's going to be that same girl? I'm like, if you saw the beginning and you saw this now, you would understand. <laughs> but she wasn't getting it. And so I, I, I still don't get it. Did they time travel? Or is it this... Is it the beautiful confusion thing they were talking about? I don't know. I just... Uh, okay. Well, Sorry, first... I skipped around a lot right there. Well, not even that. I'm just trying to figure... I'm just trying to figure something out here. I was just quick trying to see who directed this piece of shit so I know where my <laughs> anger can go to. Uh, and to see if... All right, while you look that up, I'm going to finish up this movie. Um, so Seth runs into the building to go find his girlfriend. Um, he can't find her. He keeps running upstairs. He runs away from Dave and Chloe. Um, they're running around this abandoned building. Um, eventually Seth disappears. Yeah. Um, and so they get separated from Seth. You know, they can still hear him on the walkie talkie a little bit. That's actually a cell phone. Um, and then Dave gets lost and Dave gets separated and every time they do this, they, their number from the pentagram that yeah. Alice wrote on the wall shows up on them or somewhere. Yeah. So, like, Elise was number two, Seth was number three, Dave was number four, Chloe's number five, and they would get, you know, signified. Uh, yeah, David discovers that he's marked with four slashes yep. before he becomes, uh, yeah. And so what I have is Chloe and Dave find Seth vanished with only a bloody trail and three slash marks left behind. Yep. David discovers he's marked with four slash before he becomes separated from Chloe and disappears. Uh, trapped in the building. Uh, Chloe, Sorry, we got animals barking. Trapped from the building, uh, Chloe ends up being tormented by visions of her mutilated friends. Uh, Chloe screams at a car outside, realizing that she is somehow the person she saw from the street. On but the she doesn't know that. You don't think so? No. They gave no indication that she knew that that, that was herself. I thought she did. No, because she was going, help me, help me, doing that. And then even when they take the picture, like, how do you not know that that's yourself? Don't you remember being at this exact spot? Sit. But I, uh, Oh, it hurts my head. And I still don't get if it was like a weird time travel situation, if it's the beautiful confusion... I don't get this, why it's happening again. Uh, I don't understand it. But, um, so Chloe starts running down the stairs to try and get out of the building. And she takes a tumble down the stairs. And I, I had yeah, her wind it like yeah. nine different times. Because the tumble down the stairs <laughs> looks so fucking funny. Um, anyways. Uh, so Chloe gets marked. She dies. Or, I think? She gets entrapped in a cube. Yeah. And this... This was the only part of the movie that I thought was good. Right. and here This comes, was actually a good scene. And coming up is my great anger. Okay, let's hear it. You take it away. Okay, well, as uh, you were saying, that uh, as she's in there, she's uh, she's uh, 
there with her uh, mouth sewn shut and her arms cut off. And as it goes, it's it's finally this build up like this is the unseen creature, yep. the unseen moment. What this is all the building towards, and starting to head closer from the freaking shadows. Oh shit! What? We forgot to talk about what the flying ketchup stand actually was. Okay. It was Elise. Right. <laughs> so they they show this shot when they're looking for Elise. Elise runs right past Chloe and goes. Chloe, what are you doing? Uh, something. <laughs> hey! Yippee! <laughs> I'm here. Anyways, so yeah, that's the flying ketchup stand ended up being Elise, but they just, it did not look like that whatsoever at the beginning. So, anyways, yeah, back to so sorry, anyways, what uh, it comes creeping towards the shadows, and and that's the end. The moment that there's finally something interesting, something to actually sink your teeth into. Yeah. It's and thin. what was cool about it is like they had, they had her sitting there. The effects actually looked pretty good with her mouth shut. Yeah. That was pretty good. The arms off and everything, and they kept circling, panning the room like the the, the it's, it, as if the camera was on a tripod in the middle of the room on like a yeah merry-go-round or something. And like, <laughs> yeah, and it was like spinning and sewing. There was no exits. It was just blank wall, blank wall, blank wall, blank wall, blank wall. All four walls just like, blank, is solid, like, concrete walls. Like, ceiling, floor, there's nothing there. It's just solid concrete. It's like you're stuck. And so I thought that was cool. And I was like, oh, man, this is intense because that would be a sucky way to die. And then she looks up at the ceiling, and Dave's there, and he looks like he's covered in Flint Lockwood spray-on shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Does it not? Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so then she sees him and realizes, "Oh my fuck, I'm in the beautiful confusion thing." And then you see, yeah, then like you said, you see the hand reach for. Her. It doesn't, from from my memory, it's been a while since we watched it, but it's not a particularly de- decrepit hand. No. It's a fairly normal hand, maybe a little bit longer, maybe Satan got a man, but just a regular hand, yeah, reaching for, her, and then it was the end. Satan got a manicure. Yeah, and I, they weren't. Yeah, they weren't like gross looking hands. They're just normal hands. And that's the end of the movie. So it's a piece of shit. Uh, yeah. Um, so, final thoughts, and would you recommend this movie? No, no, no thoughts. <laughs> Fuck this movie. Let's go away from this movie. Run, never return. Much like the yeah. woman screaming from the building. Unfortunately, we're not caught in a time loop, so we don't have to yell at ourselves to not watch this movie. We just Ooh, don't have to. Nice. I like that. Oh. I like that. Um, I also would not recommend this movie. Um, if you want to watch the last ten minutes, go for it. And uh, not oh, that they're good, but it's fine. something there. Okay, here's actually no. Here's my sincere recommendation without a blanket state of the sucking. If you are told that you have 120 minutes to live and you want it to feel like three and a half fucking hours, <laughs> pop on this movie. <laughs> And uh, have your last Thanksgiving feast or whatever the fuck you pick for your last meal. And don't even have to have the fucking sound on. It will extend the time. Alright, here's mine. (laughs) So here's my... (laughs) If you are a Hot Topic goth who bought tickets to Coachella and found out you could no longer go. And you're really bummed out about it. And you have nothing else to do. I recommend this movie. 
That is so specific enough that I will take it. <laughs> yeah. Of those situations, yeah. those circumstances. Um. So yeah, that's the end of this episode. And I'm sorry if it felt like we rushed at the end, but I, I honestly, that's when everything happened. Yeah. It that's if you watch this movie, which again, please don't. don't. If you've already listened to this podcast, please don't watch the movie. You you've already you've experienced it. Nothing happens. It's it's you, such okay, a long here's, here's, drawn out thing until everything last happens. Review. For the love of God, don't watch this purely for the fact that Netflix will end up seeing that only two idiots in Minnesota watched it, and this will go away so that they can use that money to renew having Friends and The Office on for another five years instead. Yeah. Just, just or a new for season that. of Unbreakable Case Don't give hits to justify its existence on the streaming platform. It is a waste. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and you know what even when i went to the horror movie genre i didn't see this i had to i had to specifically type this out me too so how did you find out about this movie that's I'll, what i want to know I'll explain what's that the story off, off air, but uh, no i want to know i honest to god uh when you said bring up this movie or pick a movie i honestly looked through a bunch of articles and not even just so bad they're good when I, there are specific articles of top ten lists of movies that are legitimately bad for horror on Netflix, and they were showing it. It was it was all of this formula and this uh, almost spreadsheet, and it was based on it was they had it at a list between uh, average Netflix reviews, IMDb, and Rotten Tomatoes all matched it together for an overall cumulative score. Mm-hmm. And this was honest to God, like in the top fucking five. And I picked it alone based on uh, runtime. was my intent. <laughs> it was the shortest cause, one. Because a lot of these shitter, shittier ones, there are ones uh, that, uh, that were on this list that were sh- clocking at it like an hour 42 and a half. Oh, that kind of God, stuff. Going, my lord. Oh. <laughs> so I was like, let's pick a short one. And that didn't help. So maybe someday I will pick something else from this fucking list. But I'm scared to now because <laughs> these fuckers did a good job. <laughs> All right. So, anyways, that has been our episode on Titanic. Um, our next episode, I'm not sure when it'll come out, but our next episode will be on Demon Wind. Yeah. We are doing that because I started watching it and it's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible. Don't get me wrong. It's horrible, but it's incredible. And I can't wait till you see what i'm talking about okay because it is shocking <laughs> well i like it more uh, than terrifier we shall see i i already do um after that i don't know we're um but we do know in september we're doing <laughs> <laughs> buckle up fuckers wait till september you guys because we are doing september you probably don't know what that means <laughs> i'm just saying it but we're doing, uh, the whole month of September, we're doing Uva Bowl movies. <laughs> and we're only doing it because September is the only month we could think of that ends with... Uh, well, there's others, but this is the first one that ends that's in happening. ER, where it works. So and we September know it's a long Bowl ways out. funnier than shit to me. It's a long ways out. But that's the plan for September. We're gonna, we'll have more stuff before September, obviously, but... Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing us, Maybe. <laughs> Um, we're going to try and do, 
Honestly, we're going to try and do bi-weekly now probably instead. So once every two weeks I think is more realistic for us. Because we have jobs and lives. And Um, there's like two of you that listen to us, so. Yeah. Well, we have quite actually. Not bad. Whatever. (laughs) So uh, it could be better. Spread the word, please. That'd be great. So yeah, go go out to your friends and say, "Hey, would you guys like a podcast that updates on a random frequency? <laughs> would you yeah. like to listen to a podcast a about a movie that you wouldn't podcast. want to watch, but they listen to two random guys talk about it instead? But see, here's the thing: for this almost the same runtime as the movie. See, I want to knock this, but it, for some reason now, podcast. This is just getting to a bigger topic away from even talking about horror. But podcasts have some like the ones that are popular now, like. Now that we've had the podcast explosion, it's niche. It's fitting niches. It's, yeah. I like this niche. So, yeah. So that's what we're doing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye.